Impact Local, Marketing for Small Business, Episode 105. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 105. I'm Kaylin Amadio, your trainer here at the Act Local Marketing Workshop. You don't have to miss a single episode of Act Local when you can find the podcast feed at actlocalmarketing.com. That is where I post a new episode every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern to help you grow your business. You can listen to any podcast recordings directly on the website, or I won't twist your arm, and believe me, I won't be mad if you subscribe and download on either iTunes or Stitcher. And if you want to speak to me directly, please find me on my favorite social media platform, which is Twitter. You can find me at the handle at Kaylin Amadio, K-A-L-Y-N-N-A-M-A-D-I-O. And I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn and Google Plus and YouTube and Pinterest ah, and I'm sure a few others. But Twitter is my favorite and where you can talk to me most directly. Each week, I share a special strategy with you called Today's Takeaway. And that's where you get at least one action item that you can walk away with today to implement and grow your business. Which is my way of saying thank you and that I'm glad you're here. It's important to me that I share with you high quality inside information that you can use now to become more profitable down the road. For the last two weeks of the year, I'm going to take a hiatus. This year, they happen to be December 23rd and 30th, those particular Tuesdays. So I'm allowing myself a little breather. In fact, I'm considering putting together a couple of best of 2014 shows. We'll see if my schedule actually allows for it, but it is a good idea. I'm going to try and fit that in. Last week, I spent two days at Steve Harrison's Publishing and Publicity Workshop. Steve runs a coaching program for authors and others who are looking to either write a book and all that that entails, or authors who currently have a book and are working on the marketing by using publicity and other methods of selling their book. He teaches so many aspects Uh, really great aspects of marketing a book. It was an incredibly valuable couple of days for me. Now, you've heard me speak about the fact that I wrote a book that has not been published yet, mostly because I did did the process half-assed backwards. So let me tell you, the book I have written, it's titled The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media, 
was originally conceived as a self-published book to use as part of my personal business marketing. Yet the project took on a life of its own. There's a long story. I'll make it short. Had I realized then, of course, what I know now, I might have approached the whole thing differently. So let's discuss today's takeaway. I promised you an action item that you could take with you now to grow your business. So here we go. Let me tell you the correct process for writing a nonfiction book. You first have to decide what the book is for. What's its purpose? Are you creating an enhanced business card to give away online on Amazon, in person to clients? That, that was my original intention. If that is the case, then self-publishing is the way to go. You can even decide to do an electronic-only version and use Amazon Amazon, excuse me, to upload and sell the book. They have a, pro, a uh, service, I guess you could call it, called CreateSpace. It's the name of Amazon's self-publishing arm. And I have been told that they also have a print-on-demand service, which I think is separate from CreateSpace. So you can have your ebook printed into a hard copy on demand rather than having to print, you know, a thousand or five thousand copies and keep them in your garage or basement for all eternity. So that's a really great option if your the purpose of your book is to be a business card, if you will. Now, on the other side of the fence is the author who wants to write and publish a book to sell it and create an income stream. Another step up is to sell books, create income, and a level of fame or notoriety as an author. So think of authors like... Stephen Covey, who wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I think that's the title. I hope I got that right. Or Tim Ferriss, The Four-Hour Workweek. Those both come to mind. These are just two examples of authors who wrote nonfiction books and built a brand and a business around them. That kind of author can also go the self-published route. But if you have never been published before, it is worth pursuing the traditional publishing route first. To do that, you need to write a book proposal. A book proposal is like a business and marketing plan combined for a book. It's not unusual for a nonfiction book proposal to be, say, 15 to 25 pages long, excluding any sample chapters that you might attach to it. It is a very comprehensive document. So with that proposal, you can submit queries to publishers or to literary agents. Agents are a go-between for the author and the publisher, just like they are in the entertainment business between uh, you know, Sony Pictures, which comes to mind because they've been in the news so much lately, and the actor. You know, There's an agent go-between. Now, that is the phase that I'm in now. I said I did this whole thing half-assed backwards, right? I wrote the book, hired a professional editor, which by the way, is a necessity if you're going to self-publish. Don't believe you can edit your own writing sufficiently. You can't. You have to get a professional editor. So I wrote the book, hired a professional editor, got ended up getting interest from small publishers as I was researching what to do with this book I'd written. Then I ended up writing the proposal, which highlighted areas of the book that needed work. So I ended up doing another round of heavy uh, rewriting and editing, and the book got enormously better because of it. So that's a good thing, but you can see how if I'd written the proposal first, I wouldn't have made the original mistakes, right? So I wrote the proposal, highlighted areas of the book 
that uh, I needed to change. And the proposal got me two publishing contracts from small, uh, bit, typically business book, not always business book publishers. And that could be the end of my story. But at Steve Harrison's Publishing and Publicity Workshop, I met some literary agents, the go-between. And they really liked my project and believe that it can be sold to a major publisher. So here again, I find myself doing things backwards and I begin to work with an agent to bring my work to fruition in a totally traditional big publisher way. So my story of becoming a nonfiction author does not have an ending yet. I'll keep you posted, my friends, and you can learn from my mistakes. But save yourself time and trouble and follow the path walking forward rather than backward. If you want my advice on how to uh, get your nonfiction book in print, feel free. Drop me an email to ask, A-S-K, ask at actlocalmarketing.com, and I'll point you in the right direction. I have met many people and now have many resources at my disposal that could be really helpful to you. So that is today's takeaway. Remember, if you have any questions about the lesson today, send an email to ask at actlocalmarketing.com. Please connect with me. Go to the website, actlocalmarketing.com, and follow the social media links to me. That's a quick way to find me. I would like to meet you. And if you want to continue any conversations that you've heard on the podcast, use the hashtag actlocalmarketing. Do me a favor. Tell any of your social media followers and your face-to-face -face networking colleagues about the podcast. And it would be fantastic if you subscribed. And more importantly, I would really like you to leave me a review at the iTunes store. Those reviews uh, help the podcast get noticed and it helps push it around in the ratings. And it lets me get in front of more small business owners and boomerpreneurs just like you so that I can help them build thriving businesses that generate more prosperity in their local economy because that's my mission. So no guests this week. Use your last two weeks of 2014 planning for a more prosperous 2015. And I will see you with some, some best of and a brand new episode on January 6th. 2015. Until then, take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.